This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Peggy Sanborn. Peggy is at Common Spirit Health, and she's the Senior Vice President, Strategic Programs, Partnerships, and M&A. She will make sure I record that title better when she introduces herself. And we're going to talk to her. She's got this vast role at Common Spirit. We're going to talk to her about what the top priorities are in that role, how she looks at strategy and strategic growth, and, and thoughts and ideas on leadership for emerging leaders. Peggy, can I ask you to take a moment to introduce yourself? Absolutely. Thank you, Scott, and it's a pleasure to be with you today. My name is Peggy Sanborn, and I am the System Senior Vice President for Strategic Growth in our partnerships and M&A for Common Spirit Health. And you're right, it is a vast enterprise to cover around such a broad category of opportunities. And so tell us, in that vast role, first tell us what are the top priorities in that role and at some point we'll ask you how you evolved into that role but what are the big priorities what do you work on give us some flavor to that well my role overall in the system is to serve our various markets and divisions in identifying and pursuing growth opportunities uh, within the system both at local market as well as diversified opportunities that you would categorized more as national business lines. And that's to develop the diversity and access to care that we're seeking across the system. Some of the key priorities for this work include focusing on diversified health services other than acute, for instance, and enabling innovations in care delivery. We're also looking for partners that have great cultural alignment and fit that supports a shared vision and values for our organizations and can enable successful business operations. They should be partnerships that can lead to expanded access to care and enhanced care delivery to the community served with more scalable opportunities in the ambulatory space and operational support functions that can improve our cost of care and efficiency. So when you look at these big concepts nationally and how you sort of move the needle on moving more towards ambulatory or growing bigger partnerships or helping partnerships or really being part of the acceleration towards digital, talk about is this kind of a dream job to these big swaths of territory and how did you evolve into that job? Well, I consider it a dream job, even though it has its own inherent challenges and frustrations like any uh, complex job in which you're trying to bring people together to unite to do something for the betterment of all. Um, But I would say the diversity of the work that I'm engaged in, the ability to lead transformation in the way we deliver care and building business partnerships that actually deliver value back to those we serve. That, that's the dream job for me, and it's the diversity of the work and the opportunity to transform healthcare that makes it that. I started in healthcare, and I won't tell you how many years ago now, really working in a doctor's office, uh, answering phones at the front desk and scheduling appointments. And That was a great job as I went through college and finished my education and started a family, but it transformed over time to me learning absolutely everything I could about healthcare delivery from the 
insurance side of the business, through the provider in the ambulatory space and physician providers into the acute and the post-acute universe and value-based care and IPOs and PHOs and MSOs and all the O's you can come up with um, across the universe and has enabled me to come to my current position with a significant amount of real-life experience, but also understanding of the complexity of how all the parts fit together. I bet. And what a fascinating what a fascinating role to be in at a, at a huge, huge organization with great leadership. I mean, it, it, uh, it, uh, you know, it, it, it's a magnificently well-run organization that is highly compassionate, not just interested in turning dollars, but highly compassionate delivering care to every community. It's one of the great things about common spirit. How do you think about, you're thinking on strategy, you're thinking on strategic growth. Any formal thoughts on that, or how do you come at categorizing your thoughts about how to approach things and what to look at? How have you come to look at things? Well, you know, it, it's there's, in my way of thinking, two ways to approach growth. Um, there's probably more than that, but one is being opportunistic, and that is growth for growth's sake. And then there's the thought process, I think, that we really put behind it. And it's, you know, what are our gaps? What are the things that our communities need? What are the gaps in our system of care? What are our shortcomings, if you will, in being a highly efficient and effective organization? And that generates a list of areas that we really need focus for growth. But anytime we bring a, an opportunity forward, we always ask, why? Why are you pursuing this opportunity? How will it enable the success of Common Spirit Health and support our mission, vision, and values? Values alignment is so critical for any partnership to be successful, whether that's a full merger or a joint venture or even a services arrangement. You all have to be on the same page if your expectation is that you're going to be able to get through the difficult transitions and challenges that you inevitably face in those types of relationships. And then we look at why does this business opportunity or partnership acquisition matter in the long-term strategic objectives? Is it really going to enable us to reach our goals of innovating and creating better access to care and serving underserved populations and addressing health disparities and challenges in overall community health and what's the likelihood that this is going to work and there's significant diligence and discussion around any potential partner or acquisition and understanding how that relationship is going to support the long-term success so the why are we doing this how does it serve us from a strategic perspective and who are we doing it with is this person this company this entity is this going to be someone who is going to help us row the boat all together, or is it going to be a consistent disconnect? So a lot of pre-deal vetting, if you will, of, of where we're headed strategically. The how of an alignment with the structure of the relationship is a, a good example of um, form-following function. We can get to the right structure once we know why we're doing it, and who we're doing it with, and what the expectations are of the parties in coming together. 
Fantastic. I think that's a brilliant categorization of it, quite frankly. The, the why are we doing it? Who are we doing with it? Will they be a good partner? And then we could figure out how, once we've decided, once we understand why and, and with whom, we could figure out the how of it and so forth. I think that's actually, Peggy, thank you so much for sharing that. That's actually an, an extremely helpful framework for people to look at strategic opportunities and ventures and partnerships. Why are we doing it? Will it make a difference? And, and does it serve what we need to serve? And, and who are we doing it with? Will they be good partners? Because we know things will be challenging over time, but will they be partners who could work with and figure things out? Will they row the boat with us? I, I love that. Take a moment, Peggy. I'm going to ask you one more question. A few tips or ideas you would give, advice you would give to people that are emerging leaders. What, what are a few things you would tell emerging leaders about being great leaders or building great careers? Well, I think trust yourself. Uh, emerging leaders should always consider the, the innate skills they bring to their job. Uh, focus on your intellectual honesty of evaluating the opportunities in front of you. Not the goal of just doing the deal, but really understanding using your uh, skilled experts within the organization or from external consultants and partnering with them to enhance your chances for success. It really does take a village to use an old framing to successfully identify and execute in any effective uh, strategic growth initiative, and nobody does it alone. Um, you know, collaboration is important. It's one of our um, key values within our organization, and our philosophy uh, around building our enterprise is apply the lessons we learned. You know, try not to repeat our mistakes and always focus on each opportunity with a cultural alignment, the strategic fit and the need for the overall organization, how the financial performance and viability is going to impact us long-term, no margin, no mission, as we like to say, and operational impact, can we innovate and can we improve care delivery, the value of the care delivery, the patient experience in the care delivery, and exhibiting what's core to us, which is our human kindness. I want to thank you, Peggy, for joining us so much today. Thank you. And I love the concept of finishing with our core of everything is human kindness. Are we actually being kind to people and to our populations and in what we're trying to do? Uh, it couldn't be a better mantra or more fitting one for common spirit. Peggy, thank you for joining the Becker's Healthcare Podcast today. Thank you, Scott. I enjoyed it.